Hi, and welcome to the Moms in Business podcast. I'm Jade. And I'm Allison. We are two moms navigating the working world, and we wanted to create a community where moms in business can share and learn from one another and validate that you are doing a great job. So grab a drink and enjoy. Hi, and welcome back to another episode of the Moms in Business podcast, where we are your host, Jade Reddit and Allison Kaufman. If I could make it weirder. So today we are talking about multiple streams of income to really just stress you out right before the summertime when you want to be relaxing. Um, Multiple streams of income is actually going to set you up to be able to do that for the rest of your life. So we thought we would talk about how to start. Yes. So I guess one of the things is like how many... Streams of income should you have? So I read once that you should have seven streams of income. So at first you're like, oh crap, I don't have, you know, seven. get my paycheck on Friday and that's my income. So, but when you break it down, I think more people have more streams of income when you look at it the way we're going to than others, you know, than you think. But the goal with it is, you know, we want to hope not to be paycheck to paycheck. And I know a lot of people are, but... Those people live in, you know, if you are paycheck to paycheck, the the amount of stress that you live day to day, you know, we want the goal to be elite, to leave that, you know, yes. um, consistent residual income will significantly lower your stress level. I read that like a couple days ago and I mean, it's not rocket science, but yes, like, you know, how many fights you don't have with your husband if you're not paycheck to paycheck exactly. or how many, not, you know, that you're not sweating of where's the next this coming but it's easier said than done, right? Like absolutely, because so, mm. we've all we've all been there where we've been paycheck to paycheck, and you are literally just like counting the dollars and the pennies to be sure that you can get to your next paycheck, and and then something comes up in the middle, and you're like, crap! Like now I've got to deal with this. So it's just gonna set me back further. But setting up where you have multiple streams coming in, and one doesn't stop just because you had a sick day at work, helps alleviate that. When's my next dollar coming in? 100%. So obviously, number one stream is your daily job, right? Mm -hmm. Like that paycheck that you are getting. Um, And within people's number one daily job could also create other streams of income. Yes. Like we are blessed where we work at EXP. We have our commission that we make when we sell a home. Mm -hmm. And then we can do residual income when if we bring in agents um, to our company, then we will make a little bit off of what they sell. Mm-hmm. So there comes the second one. We can take a percentage of our commission and we can buy company stock, which is then going to grow money. So now I'm at three and I haven't done anything else besides work my job, stay in my lane of real estate. Yeah. Um, and then for us, our fourth one is, you know, we both gravitate toward rental property mm-hmm. because, you know, that's our passion. Yeah. So. And and as real estate agents, we do have kind of like that in. And it's not something that you have to have. If you are not interested in being a real estate agent, like by all means, you can still buy investment property. You need to get in touch with a real estate agent that's going to be able to help you navigate that process and make sure that they are giving you the advice that you need to hear in terms of purchasing investment property. But in real estate, that is like probably the number one thing that every real estate agent is going to gravitate towards is buying investment property because we are in a position where it's slightly easier for us just because we're the only ones in the transaction and it's what we do every single day. 
Yeah, I think we're just, again, finding our own passion, and, like, that's what drives us. Mm-hmm. Um, we have the knowledge of it. doesn't mean we automatically have the funds to go do it. Absolutely you know? not. Let me tell you my story. <laughs> so my husband and I have been itching to get into investment property, and I'm going to look back on this podcast one day and be like, man, now i got, like, 800 million doors, and it's just going to be fantastic. But we've been itching to get into investment property. But the difficult part is that life happens and stuff you know, soaks up that down payment money that you just had, or the market is the way that the market is right now. And because currently we're not like an all cash buyer or anything like that, we aren't as competitive as some of the other buyers are in the market, which then impacts our ability to purchase investment property. And more than that, when our down payment gets depleted because life happens and you got to fix a car or you got to do something or daycare changes the way that they bill you, all of those things it impacts how soon you're able to get into something, but it's not diminished our drive. It's not diminished our desire to get into the next investment property. It's just made us patient and add even more to that down payment saved up amount, that down payment bucket, so that we can have more buying power as time goes on. So we're not just fixated on, okay, we're going to buy a I don't know, we're going to buy a $200,000 house and we're going to put 20% down and that's all that we need to save. No, we're going to keep saving so that eventually we can either buy a house in cash because that's how long it takes us or we can get into other things along the way. So it is the long road as opposed to just like getting it quick. Definitely. So um, one way is to save your way into that. Mm -hmm. Um, I think, and I guess now, backtrack, we're going to talk about... um, one of the streams, which is rental property, investment property. I guess we kind of jumped into that. Oh, Lord. Because we had some other ones we'll go over. But we went one, down. Number 1.5, two. We went down that hole. Um, But you can go in with a partner. You can take equity out of your home. A lot of people think, oh, I have all this equity in my home. I should move. But where am I going to go? Maybe that's how you get the money to for your next for your investment property. Like mm-hmm. get an equity line, pull that money out for a down payment on the next one. Um, so there are some ways to get into them. I'm lucky. I um, have a couple rental homes with my brother and sister. Um, not many people can do that, but we actually get along and like each other. So it's fun to do that together. Um, and it's helped get us going on that. Um, How do you manage that being so close? You know, people always say don't mix personal and business. Like how do you mix family and business and not ruin that relationship? I think you have to look at who you're family relationship is so not everybody's going to be able to do that like i think some can say oh would you buy a rental property with your brother and they immediately say heck no never going to do it keep your word others you might question yourself um my brother sister and i are very close like we've been very close growing up um we grew up with a single mom um for the most part our dad you know our dad isn't you know we have a good relationship with our dad but i mean I don't know. We just have a bond. And, like, I'm a twin sister, so that helps. Now, don't get me wrong. My sister and I had a rough day the other day, and, like, it was bad. But we're sisters, so the next day, you know, she's like, are you so mad at me? <laughs> um, So we can get past it, but it's not the, you know, not saying it's all, you know, It's never going to be 100% easy with your partner, just like it's never 100% easy with your spouse. So it is something that you have to know that you're both working towards the same goal, because then, provided that your processes are even somewhat similar, you'll be able to achieve that if yeah. you both have the same drive. No, it's definitely brought us closer. And we talked about it the other day. Like, so our mom passed away a couple of years ago. And we're like, look what she was able to give us to do. Like, we are now bettering our family's lives through these rental properties and bonding in it together, you know. So 
um, just kind of need a cut thing happen on that. So, um, but let's just say like, so rental property is our passion. Of course we, you know, but if say that's not your thing, um, where would you go if say some of you, or if you're out here and you're saying, well, I'm, I'm living paycheck to paycheck right now. I'm stressed. So how do I get myself to that next level of starting to build those streams of income? What would, what, what should they do? Uh, they should comment on this podcast <laughs> and let us know so that we can give them non-financial advice because we're not financial advisors. No, they, True. yeah. But I think you just got to start with one. Like, hey, yeah. yeah, I need to get seven. Okay, I have one. Now, what's the next one can I accomplish? Like, we talked about some other ones before this, like a side hustle. So is your side hustle making cookies or mowing the grass mm-hmm. or is it t-shirts? Whatever that side hustle is. Making cups and doing those kinds of like... Not luxury things, but those fun things that people will always pay for whenever it comes to parties. And people are going to perpetually have parties. People are perpetually going to have a lawn to cut, and they're not always going to be able to put that into their schedule. So think about what is a prolonged service or... Cleaning houses would be a good one. Oh my gosh. I wouldn't want to do it, but... uh, But I'm um, grateful for the people that do it. Yes. So pick that. And so maybe use that money to then create your savings account to then put money towards something that then acquires you to the next stream of income. If it is a rental property, mm-hmm. you know, something like that, but side that, or I know a lot of people that are paycheck that are, you know, like doing the budgeting paycheck to paycheck. They think, Oh, well my company gives me um, retirement options. Like if you have a 401k and your company matches you take that out guys. Do it first. Yeah. Like, and you're like, well, I can't afford that. Well, what you don't see, you don't know you have. And mm-hmm. so you don't understand with that $20, $100 a month that you didn't see how that's going to grow over the years to help yeah. you retire. So that's a stream of income, you know, your investments, your retirement accounts. And I think if we were to really backtrack this to like very day one, you're like, I seriously do not have an extra penny to put towards anything. I promise you have a little bit of extra time. And if you just start out, let's say for the example, mowing lawns every Saturday morning for 20, 40 bucks, whatever it is, whatever size lawn it is. Buy me guys if you pay $20, call me. Yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> do that for every Saturday morning for the next three months. What does that add up to be? Four times four is 16. That's 160 bucks a month. 160 bucks a month times, what did I say? Four months, whatever that math is. That's enough to buy you the stuff that you need to make cookies. That's enough to rent a better lawnmower to do more from Home Depot every once in a while. There is very baby steps that you can get yourself into where you can actually get started. And what you also need to do is actually sit down and create a budget that is a, that is an overview of what you spend each month. I promise when you're in the very beginning stages, you do not need ad-free Hulu and Netflix. That little amount will add up over time because then you're going to pay for ad-free Spotify. You're going to pay for all of these like (laughs) tiny little things that will make a big difference if you are in the true beginning stages. So then once you have that small nest egg to invest back into something that is going to grow a little bit faster, then by all means, go back to your ad-free Hulu. Yeah. Um... So I was just talking about, you, you yeah. just got on the kick on some Sorry. ad-free. Like, are you going that kick? Of- well, like, <laughs> like, I suppose I just thought about, like, everything gets just, like, upcharged so much. And, like, 
you can pay for like gold and premium and blah, 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 blah. And like we do because we're creatures of convenience. Yeah. I've gone on like a detox of that stuff. Like, okay, I can cancel that one. I can cancel that yeah. one. You got to um, go through your like Apple subscriptions every once in a while and be like, why do I pay that? Whatever. That like workout app that you downloaded like four months ago, you did for like a week. Seven day trial turns into like seven months. And yeah. You're like, you're, I don't know what trial that is. You're was. still paying 15 <laughs> bucks a month for that thing. And you're like, oh yeah. How old is your gym membership? All those things. Anyways, back to the, um, so we talked about your primary job. We've talked about getting into real estate investment and how that could be a passion of ours, but ultimately is something that a lot of millionaires get into. Um, and then we've briefly touched on your side hustle where you get into something that you enjoy and you turn it into, or something that you have easy access to, and you turn it into something that can make you some side hustle type money. Photography is a good one. I'm not good oh at it, gosh, but yes. like if I could be in, you know, if I could be good at photography, I would love to make the side hustle money that they can potentially make. And then I see a lot of them turn that nine to five into their, like get rid of the nine to five yeah, and do that passion full time. So if, that, if photography is your passion, you start it out as a side hustle mm-hmm. and then you pour into it as much as you possibly can because you're living on your nine to five money. And then that extra money goes back into pouring into what's going to eventually make you more money. And by making more money, you're then able to invest into other things that are creating that passive multiple mm-hmm. streams of income. So I won't talk about this too much because I know very little about it, but you can obviously get into stocks and investing that way. Um, shout out to my husband's podcast. He talks a little bit about this and uh, is a really good resource, but obviously just do your own research. Um, Stocks can be extremely volatile, so they are not for the faint of heart. You need to know what you're getting yourself into and know what you are capable of monitoring, where there are some long-term stocks that you invest in over a very long period of time. And then there are some things that if you've got your wits to do this, you jump in, make a little bit of money, and then jump back out. I am not that person, so I just let my um, financial advisor take care of that. Yeah. <laughs> and just do make sure that you're, you know, saving that money to invest because, again, the money you invest today in 20 years, what's that going to be? And that was residual. I mean, that was passive. I shouldn't say residual. It's passive mm-hmm. to where it grew for you over time, and it's not money, you know. Without you having to actually put in your time is what creates passive income. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Well... You want to talk about the funniest passive income that we have? Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> I'm obsessed with this one. Yeah. So I wish I was part of it. Um, I wish I could say it was a passion. It's actually my dad's passion. So my dad is a cattle auctioneer, and he has a farm close by, like an hour away from us. So my husband and I just bought um, a cow and a calf just like last week. So now we've started a passive income um, through cattle. Um, I joke, I wish it was with horses because they're much prettier. I mean, you can actually <laughs> ride them. But um, no, so it's one way. It's a Are hobby. to share what you named them? Can you do that? Oh, yes. So well, The kids named them. <laughs> we have a cow and then a bull calf. So my daughter's named the cow Rainbow Unicorn. <laughs> and the calf is Brutus for Ohio State. So, yes. But they had to have a lesson in education the first time because we will be selling Brutus and so my dad didn't want him to get too attached because, you know, this is to make money, mm-hmm. um, not just a dog. You yeah, know, we don't like, just have cows. It's not a pet. So, we, you know, I told him, 
I told Reese, well, you know, like, when you get older, you're going to move out. You're going to live on your own. (laughs) Explaining this to a four-year-old, like, okay, we got to get your seven streams of income built up. So here's your cow. (laughs) So this is their kind of one stream of income for college or whatever we're going to use it for. But it's, it's, again, it's a hobby turned into making money. Now should you go buy a cow? No, not everyone has a parent that owns a farm. And he's subsidizing the, you know, I'm not renting space for my cow. Exactly. Um, but that's his contribution for their college education coming back at him, you know. So, yeah. but yes, we bought a cow to calf. <laughs> so, keep you updated on that. So. There's lots of different ways that you could make money. <laughs> I think that does kind of lead us right into um, our next point, though, which is investing into others' businesses. So, let's say that you've been doing this for a little while. You've got a nice little nest egg, but you don't have any more time to spend. Every ounce of what you spend is going to go into passive income that you do not need to spend time on. That is where you need to see what your friends, family, other business partners are getting themselves into and see if they need a financial partner in that business. That could include buying investment property together. That could include going in on a cow together. All of those things that um, essentially your help in there is just financial So it doesn't take up any more of your brain space per se, but you know it's going to get a good return. So then you have that and it could just be a small return. But again, those little pebbles add up and they make into big mounds later. So um, I guess we could have talked about retirement accounts with stock, but... We did. I mean, we we did. Okay. So you need to match your 401k if your company is giving you one um always put in mm-hmm. if you're self-employed make sure that you're doing um putting in the most that you can for the tax benefit mm-hmm. again not it's not a tax person so go find um does that is that a problem oh, that should be okay okay i think um, well you might hear from us now you might not okay. oh yeah we're still good okay we're still on. just making sure because we don't want to go back and <laughs> yeah. not be here um but yeah so Whatever those seven streams, do you need seven? I don't know. But you need more than one. There you know? is more. There is one more um, that people are getting into a lot lately. So this is going to speak to probably the younger, like more modern crowd where you are interested in affiliate marketing. And that would be like your your social media influencer or your YouTube. I don't even know what they're called on YouTube. Your YouTube influencer where you are being sponsored by brands and based on the post or the video or the promotion that you make, you make a percentage of the commission off of that. And then you also make a certain amount of dollars for like a fee that you charge to create that post and make that content. But then there's also doing things like selling products with affiliate marketing. Um, Aside from just like working with specific brands, you can have Amazon accounts and stuff like that, where if you share your link, which I know you guys have done this, if you share your link, everybody's talking about now how you can, that person can make a small commission off of that. And it is a small commission off of those things. But again, once you build up that larger audience, if that's your goal, you will make more money off of those small commissions over time. And as your audience continues to grow, more and more of that will happen. And that's the type of income that I would consider you would want to put in a long-term type savings fund where you can reinvest that like a high interest savings or or wherever else that you want to put it that you're going to get a big return. Because in my opinion, that would be like an extra stream of income where you're getting commissions off of a product and it's usually a small commission. Um, where you turn that money directly back into another investment opportunity. Mm-hmm. 
And there's so. some people making a lot of money on that. I yeah. want to be those kids. Actually, I don't. But, like, I always joke that our family would be funny. But that they just go on YouTube and video their days. Because my kids oh my gosh, love watching yeah. those kids. And those kids, there's some kids making heck of money now. Like, and how like, wild is it? But And they're having t-shirts, and they're getting, like, promotional items. And I'm like, what are we watching? We're watching just them play. But right. They... I thought it was kind of crazy that, like, kids watched other kids play now instead of, like, what we used themselves. to do, like, where we actually play themselves. And it is still a little bit wild to me. But then I think about it, and I'm like, I watch so much YouTube. I watch Day in the Life of whoever it is that I'm interested in because, like, I would want to be like that person or it's playing in the background while I'm cleaning or whatever the case is, whatever could be, like, just interesting to me in that moment. And even podcasts turn into just, like, talking about their day. And you're just so interested in people that are outside of your immediate vicinity. Very true. So, but I think the takeaway from this after we've talked about everything is that you need to think about what you're good at and you can see if you could sell that service or product or business to others and just remember that you can start very small and you work your way up to doing the bigger things that are going to make more return and a higher return, but that doesn't just happen day one. Not at all, but don't get frustrated day one because it's a work in progress. So you got to start somewhere, right? Yeah, and don't, com- again, I think we say this in almost every podcast, don't compare yourself to someone else's chapter 12 when you're on chapter one. I mean, I think Jade and I are kind of like textbook that with your level of experience and everything that you are involved in versus my level of experience and things that I'm not involved in. Well, so I have 13 like, years on you, girl. <laughs> so, so like I not I, chapter, not on the same chapter. Yeah. Like. And that's totally okay. We have similar interests and mm-hmm. I think it's pretty cool to have someone to talk to about this kind of stuff and mm-hmm. be on a podcast mm-hmm. together. <laughs> exactly. So compare your 13 year later chapter. When? Yeah, we'll talk in 13 years when I come back and I review this podcast and I got a million doors. You'll crush me in we'll 13 see. years from today, uh. for sure. So, Well, thank you all so much for listening. We love doing these podcasts, even though we do them very irregularly. We are trying to do them more. So if you have a podcast recommendation or a question or something you would like to talk about with us, please leave that in the comments below or shoot us a DM on across any of our platforms. We are everywhere. And we would love to chat and and talk with you guys more. In a phase of life where time is precious, thanks for choosing to spend your time with us. We hope you've enjoyed and laughed with us in this podcast and look forward to connecting with you in the future. Please like, subscribe, and share this podcast with another mom who needs to hear it. See you next time. Bye.